energy. So this guy in the fantasy baseball chat is just ripping me. He's calling me names for how I handled my team. Buddy, you had 20 weeks for your own team to play better. Don't be mad at me. The passion. Mac Jones is fighting not just for his Patriots job, but he very well may be fighting for his NFL future. The opinions on all your favorite teams. For the Red Sox, it can't always be about next year. It can't always be about down the road. Where's the team that battles for now? This is the Brady Farkas Show on WDEB AM, FM, and WDEBradio.com. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEB AM and FM and WDEBradio.com. This is the definition of not here for a long time, just here for a good time. We're only up until 6.07 today. Here's how this is going to work. We're going to do the show until 6, 6.05 when the news ends. We'll come back, do the Red Sox lineups, get you out of here before Red Sox-Blue Jays. Red, the Blue Jays home game started 7.07 for some reason. That means our pregame show has to start at 6.07. Phil O'Perry, uh, Phil O'Perry. <laughs> Phil Perry from NBC Sports Boston is going to come by. I'm thinking of somebody else here as I'm talking. Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston, Pat's insider, is going to join us here at about 5.45. Get ready for Patriots and Dolphins. We don't have much time before we get to Phil, but i got to tell you this story. And I need to ask the listeners a question here. 802-585-3026. That's 802-585-3026. This is kind of a poll question, and I know that Danny loves poll questions. Danny, let me tell you what happened to me about an hour ago. 4-12, I get an email from someone. I've told you, I've gotten a couple of emails recently from athletes and their partners right like it's not the athlete themselves but it's the group that they're involved in right i told you i've got this side gig writing about baseball through a sports illustrated subsidiary as a result felix hernandez's people came to me about all-star weekend they're like hey felix is doing this we'd love it if you covered it you want to get him on of course i tried and then felix it was confirmed and then something happened and he backed out so i didn't get to talk to him fine whatever then Austin Riley's people came to me for the Braves and were like, hey, we've got some water that he's partnered with. We're going to send you some. So Austin Riley's people sent me water, but I didn't ever talk to Austin Riley. And then J.D. Martinez's people sent me UFO shoes, which are great. I got shoes. I never talked to J.D. Martinez. Here's the newest one today, and this one's not about baseball. This one actually could benefit us. So listen to the email I got earlier today. Name The name of the person who said it is out of, it, is out of this for me. But they go, Aaron Rodgers has a partnership with Amberjack. Amberjack is a shoe company, and I believe this person either works for Aaron Rodgers as like a PR person or works for Amberjack. And they go, even though Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, he's been a financial investor of Amberjack since 2021 and has been a committed brand partner. Aaron is available for interviews and commentary upon request. So here is how this goes. Like, Aaron Rodgers will do interviews. Nine minutes about football, one minute about his partnership with Amberjack Shoes. This happens all over the country. This happens every time I go to the Super Bowl. I'm well-versed at doing interviews in which you have to give a sponsor plug. That's no big deal to me, whatever. Well, my question for you, so I responded to this person. I'm like, yeah, at WDEV Radio, we'll take Aaron Rodgers on. We want to ask him about football. We'll ask him about Amberjack Shoes, and here's when we're available to tape in advance or to go live or whatever. Do you think, Danny, I will get a response and do you think that we will get Aaron Rodgers on the show? That's what I want to know. And I want the texter, 802-585-3026. Will we get Aaron Rodgers on the Brady Farkas show, Danny? I doubt it. 
just to be honest. Okay. I, just like I every other interview, right? I doubt it as well. But see, when they want something, they're more likely to come on, right? When they want to partner with you on something or when they're partnered with somebody and they're getting paid by the company to go and promote it, they're more than willing usually to do, you know, nine minutes on their career and one or two minutes on their sponsor plug. I'm just curious. Do you, I, I, I was shocked to get this email. Right through the baseball thing, I was a little less surprised that Felix Hernandez's people came out, or Austin Riley's people, or these baseball people. But this was a football person who came to us like, "Hey, we're working with Aaron Rodgers. He works with shoe company. Do you, yeah, we want to get Aaron Rodgers on. I don't know that we're actually going to. I don't know that this person will actually get back to me. But we have sent the email. Yes, we want Aaron Rodgers on, and we will ask him the obligatory Amberjack shoes question. By the way, I went and looked up Amberjack shoes." These things are nice. You're Pretty talking nice, about, huh? like, humongously fancy loafers here, dress shoes. Uh, there are a pair of sneaker-ish ones, $150. The the loafer-ish kind, $179. I don't belong in the same room as people who wear Amberjack shoes. Nevertheless, talking about them with Aaron Rodgers. But it says, Amberjack, the world's most advanced dress shoes. I am not a very dressy person. Like, if it was like... Aaron Rodgers partnered with the world's fanciest sweatpants. I might be, like, I might be more in line with that. World's fanciest dress shoes and I don't really mesh, but if Aaron wants to come on the show and talk about them, specifically, really nicely, before week three, Patriots and Jets, so we can get a Jets scouting report out of Aaron, too. I mean, that would be perfectly fine. But I don't know that these people are going to get back to me with Aaron coming on talking shoes or football or anything else. So, Danny, your vote is no. Yeah, I think the rep will get back to you. Rodgers will never come on. Do you think the rep will get back? So now here's the follow-up. Do you think the rep will get back to us and say he'll come on and set up a time and then he'll just ghost us? Or do you think the rep will say, yeah, Aaron, he he can't do it anymore? I think they'll lead you on and say, oh, yeah, he'd love to come on, and then it's just never going to happen. Okay. Well, we're going to see. I mean, look. When you're in person, like at a Super Bowl, this is how the game is played. These things usually happen very, very easily. When you're online, you're playing phone tag with people, it's a little bit tougher. But who knows? I guess I'll tell you, there is a chance that Aaron Rodgers could come on the Brady Parker show. I don't know that he's going to, but there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers could come on the Brady Parker show. Do you get show. the shoes you, anyway? They didn't, they didn't offer me the shoes, which is fine. I don't need the shoes. I don't want, I would never wear $180 dress shoes. I wouldn't wear $80 dress shoes. I don't know that I wear $8 dress shoes. Okay, there was a stretch where I wore the same dress shoes from my 8th grade graduation till like senior year of high school until they stopped fitting my feet. That's how infrequently I wore dress shoes. Like, dress shoes are not for me. I am not that fancy. This is part of the re- people have asked me, Danny, many times in my life, Brady, why didn't you want to work in TV? And my answer, in part, is, one, the hours are horrific. And, two, I don't want to get dressed up. I don't want to wear uncomfortable shoes. I don't want to wear a shirt and tie. I don't want to have to shave every other day. I don't need a haircut. Radio is is the best for me. And even though our show is live-streamed, you know, 95% of the time, it happens to not be today because we're working on an upgrade on something, but even though our live stream is, or our show is streamed live 95% of the time, I don't need to look like the people on TV look. I don't need to wear uncomfortable shoes. And as good as Amberjack shoes probably are, they're still not as comfortable as my sneakers, I would bet. So, I, you know, I, I am not that dressy of a person. I am not that dressy of a person. Although I do like that uh, 
Amberjack shoes might be good for plantar fasciitis. I don't know that I have plantar fasciitis, but my feet hurt occasionally. So if these have some kind of orthopedic value to them, I'd be a little more likely to get the most comfy look at once. But, Danny, do you wear dress shoes very often? Uh, almost never. You're not a dressy person either. No, that's no, why we picked you're the right place to work. Yeah, well, that's not, not – our employer has dress standards here. Our employer is all about it. I'm just saying – Again, we're on the radio. We don't need to look like they look on TV, and I certainly don't need $170 dress shoes in my life. But I I would like to know if we think Aaron Rodgers is going to come on the show, 802-585-3026. Phil Perry is moments away from joining us here. I will just tell you my gut right now. We do not have enough time to do a full, a full deep dive on the Dolphins, at least from ourselves here, right? Patriots-Dolphins preview. Phil can give us some info. We're going to ask him about it. My gut tells me the Patriots are going to win this game. My gut tells me the Patriots are going to win this game. The Dolphins are a team that I think the Patriots are generally on par with. I've given you my list all off season of how many AFC teams, um, of how many AFC teams I think are better than the Patriots, and it's substantial. But I've said there are some teams the Patriots are kind of even with, right? Denver's one of them. Vegas is one of them. Um, Miami's one of them. The Jets had been one of them, and it's kind of like, how do you do in those swing games or games against those teams that will kind of determine how your season goes? Well, I think the Patriots have a chance to split with Miami, and this is the game I think they're going to get. They're at home. They're in the Pats, the Pat Patriot uniforms. It's Sunday night football. It's going to be a little cooler in Foxborough at night. It's the first primetime game of the year for Miami. I, I just think that it's going to be a tough test for the Dolphins to go on the road and try to beat the Patriots in their building on Sunday night football. I think I think there's a little bit of Patriots magic coming on Sunday. Now, I could be wrong, but I said I thought the Patriots were winning eight games this year. You can't pick them to lose every game. I know how good Tyreek Hill is. I know how injured the Patriots appear to be already. We're going to ask Phil about John Jones. We're going to ask Phil about Trent Brown. The offensive line is a mess. I just feel like the Patriots showed enough last week that they can take advantage of a of a team who's done a lot of traveling the last couple of weeks, who's now coming north, and has to play in prime time when they haven't done it yet this year. I just think the Patriots can take advantage of that. I, I would have the Patriots winning at like 27-23. I don't think it's a blowout. I don't think it's played in the 30s. Patriots 27-23 is kind of my gut right now. I want to see what Phil says in a second. Texter says, you have a face for radio. Like, thank you. That's the oldest joke in the book. If you're going to come at me, come at something that I haven't heard 97,000 times. That's the kind of joke that I say just to head off you saying it. Well, you have a good face for radio. I say that joke to deflect so you don't have to say it. I, we're good. That, that joke, come at me with, just say you're flat out ugly if you want to. I'd rather hear that than you have a face for radio. That's the oldest joke in the book. Let's go out to the phone line where we've got our guy, Phil Perry, our Patriots insider, NBC Sports Boston. He's with us every single Friday, even on a short show. He always makes time for us. We love having Phil on for my money. He is the best Patriots insider out there. He's with us now. Patriots and Dolphins, Phil, coming up Sunday night. We've got it here on DEV with our coverage starting right around 5 o'clock. Phil, how are you? I'm doing great, Brady. And if anybody else 
was wondering because I know I was early in the week. Matthew Judon still planning on going with the red sleeves despite the red jersey today. So okay. just FYI for anybody that was concerned about that. All right. Well, good. I'm glad. This is why we bring you on for hard-hitting reporting news. So we're glad that you Inside had that. Inside <laughs> info there, Brady. Hey, so we talked last week about you being the uh, the guy who said Mac Jones's development was more important than the results on the field. I ask you now, how do you view last week against the Eagles? The moral victory, hey, we hung close and had a chance to win late, or we kind of screwed ourselves early and blew a chance to sneak away with a victory people weren't expecting? Yeah, it's still no moral victories for me. We've had too many of those the last few years. At some point, you do have to limit your mistakes. And I thought those mistakes were across the board offensively. It wasn't just the first quarter. I think that has sort of flown under the radar was, well, if they could have just put that first quarter behind them. And I know they outscored the Eagles significantly uh, the rest of the way after that, you know, 16-0 start. But, man, some of the penalties still and, and some of the self-inflicted errors still, whether it's, you know, running a poor route on fourth and three if you're Juju Smith-Schuster or allowing immediate pressure, the interior of the offensive line, an absolutely critical play. If it's not getting your foot inbounds, if you're Kayshawn Booty, if it's committing a penalty on a two-point conversion, Calvin Anderson, wiping that off the board, which changes the game. I think that play sort of flew under the radar last week. You know, the, the mistakes plagued them all game long. It was not just in the first quarter. You have to clean that stuff up, especially against good teams. Now, I, I do understand the moral victory, people. This is a great Eagles team. The Patriots outplayed them, you could argue, and they were, they kept it close against a great team. That means the Patriots are going to exceed expectations. That's all well and good, but they've had a number of these over the course of the last few years, and it hasn't really meant anything for them long-term. So for it to be truly a moral victory, and I'm willing to go back and do the revisionist history thing, and look back at it and say, well, yeah, yeah, looking back, that, that, that was a legitimate moral victory because it, it was a harbinger of good things to come for New England. You know, if they turn that close loss into a stretch of incredible play here, then okay, maybe I, I would give it that sort of credit. But, but as it stands right now, whether it was the Vikings last year, the Bucks two years ago, the, the Cowboys two years ago, you know, they've had a number of these games that have felt like nice losses that haven't meant anything in the big picture. And so I'm not willing to go moral victory yet with week one for the Patriots. You know, Phil, we saw the Patriots kind of dink and dunk their way down the field until they got to the red zone. I was very impressed with what they did in the red zone, going, you know, 20 yards to touchdown to Henry, 20 yards to touchdown to Bourne. What did you see in the red zone that allowed them to stretch the field in a way they hadn't earlier and just convert in the red zone in a way they couldn't do all of last year? Yeah, well, it starts with an attitude, right? It starts with an aggressive mindset. And so I credit Bill O'Brien for when he gets into that part. Already on the line and a little bit more experience and moves the position on them in order to make up for somebody that we've lost and then fill in behind them. Or do we just at left tackle, which is obviously a critical position in any offense, do we lose one guy and just replace them with somebody who hasn't played that spot before or is your classic backup and and so the scenario that I'm sort of envisioning is in the Patriots meetings this week Bill Belichick saying well do we take Calvin Anderson who's been practicing at right tackle and just got the start at right tackle for us in week one and move him to the left side because he has experience there he did practice almost exclusively at left tackle during the spring when Trent Brown wasn't able to participate 
and the vast majority of his tackle experience in the NFL has come on the left side. Do we flip him? Or, for consistency's sake, do we keep Calvin Anderson on the right side and just sub in one for one somebody like Vidarian Lowe, who is one of these new pickups that the Patriots made right before the start of the season, and sub him in at the, on the left side of Mac Jones's blind side in place of Trent Brown. I, I don't know which way they'll go on that front. Does Michael Wenu factor into the tackle equation? That would be really hard for me to envision, Brady, because he's been out so long asking a 350-pound guy like that to play tackle. Um, in his first game back, it, it, it feels like a stretch. So, you know, that's, that's the bad situation that the Patriots are in. They're choosing between, you know, the lesser of two evils or whatever they think will be the lesser of two evils up front on the offensive line. It's just a huge test again for Bill O'Brien, right? He made it work last week. They were able to move the ball last week with a mess of an offensive line against a great defensive line that the Eagles have. I think he'll be able to do it again. It made me a believer in some ways because I don't trust the Dolphins' defensive line to threaten in the same way that the Eagles did last week, but it could be an even worse situation. If the interior guys don't come back right you could be looking at an offensive line that is Darian Lowe at left tackle, Antonio Mafia at left guard, David Andrews with a hamstring injury at center, Jake Andrews, maybe the rookie who hasn't played yet at right guard, and Jason at right tackle. That is not where any NFL team wants to be. Phil, 0-2, you know, there's no such thing as a must-win in week two, but we know the stats. You know, only one team since the 17th schedule, uh, 17-game schedule has come out, has made the playoffs at 0-2. So are the Patriots going to be headed for a death sentence, or are they going to be even at 1-1? One one? I'm going to pick them to win this game despite the John Jones injury. That, that scares me. But I, I had them winning this game before hearing that news. I will stick with that pick because uh, I believe that, Bill Belichick will have the plan. I think he, I think he has enough experience defending Hill and defending him well that John Jones won't be the Jenga piece that makes the entire tower fall. Now, I, I could be eating my words when we sit here uh, on Monday and review this thing, but uh, as of right now, I, I've got the Patriots winning a tight and low-scoring one, Brady. This is going to be the game that, that really gets the Patriots' defense on the map. If they can hold them to the low 20s after what they did to the Chargers last week and really frustrate Tua Tungabailoa, people are going to be talking about this Patriots defense as one of the five best in football. I hope you're right. We'll talk next week. Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston. Phil, you're the best. We'll catch up in seven days. Enjoy the game. Thanks, Brady. Have a great weekend, bud. I will do just that. Phil Perry, NBC Sports Boston, Pat's Insider. Phil's with me. Again, picking the Patriots, and I'm trying to kind of read his 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 words here and his tone feels like kind of reluctantly picking the Patriots, but picking the Patriots. I think the Patriots know they need to win this game. They know they can't afford to go 0-2, but they know also they can't afford to go 0-2 at home. I do think they have a good enough defense to limit the Dolphins, not completely shut down the Dolphins, but limit the Dolphins, make things tough for them, make the Dolphins have to go 14 plays to score rather than four plays to score. I think that could be a big thing for the Patriots as well. The Dolphins very well, the Patriots may let Miami move the ball down the field, but what they can't afford is for Tua to have quick strike ability to Tyree Kill over the top, and all of a sudden it's three plays, 65 yards, and we're in. That's what the Patriots can't have. They can't get into a track meet. If they can force Miami into 13 plays and 68 yards and then end up with a field goal, then I think that would be a win for the Patriots also. The Dolphins will not be completely shut down. But I do think 
again, with the weather being a little tinge of cooler, with the travel that Miami's undergone here in the last couple of weeks, with a primetime game when you're not used to it here yet in this season, I think all of that can play into the Patriots' factor positively. I look at Miami. Look, they will have played two road games to start here. They will have gone from Miami all the way to L.A. and then all the way up to New England. That's that's a lot of travel for a team that's based in South Florida. I think it plays into the Patriots' hands. I think the Patriots win. Reluctantly, I'll say the injury situation is very scary. The John Jones situation, the offensive line situation. But i got to admit, as Phil said, I do trust Bill O'Brien as well to come up with things to get the ball out of Mac Jones' hands. I don't know how many plays guys will make around Mac Jones. I don't know that the Patriots won't hurt themselves again like they did last week. But I think that Bill O'Brien can scheme up some stuff to help the Patriots win at 27-23. CBS News and then your Red Sox lineups before Red Sox Blue Jays on this Friday here on the Brady Farkas Show on DEV.